What's up, what's up, everybody? Take over podcast show. It's your boy Superstar P in the house with Chef. What's happening with you? What's good, man? Man, you got it pop there. What's going on? Nothing much, just chilling. Man, we enjoying this trip to Houston, ain't we? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Already. already, already. And today we got a special guest with us and we're gonna let her introduce herself. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Tierra Me from H-Town, Breakfast Boys Up Entertainment. Oh, already, already. 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 <laughs> you know what? The first, I gotta actually apologize to you. I owe you an apology. Why? You know how I was getting on you about you running in those events on, yes. on the show? Yes. You being all out of shape? Yes. Well, you know, that came back to bite me last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I'm gonna tell you what happened. You? you. I'm gonna tell you what happened. What? We got back to the hotel mm-hmm. and we saw people all in the lobby. I mean, what the hell's going on? So, come to find out, the elevator power had went out. Had to walk up the stairs. So we had to go up 23 flights. <laughs> Man. Y'all had to do my hey. first challenge. <laughs> on, on flight number three, I was done. Tied, <laughs> tied down. I was holding on to her. I said, you know what, man? God got me back for making fun of her when she's over competitions, when she was tired. Oh, no. man. Running and sand on them beaches, getting up <laughs> flights of steps. Man. Everything was running. I was tired of running. They didn't tell you that before, man. You know, when they explain it to you, they, they're like, it's like a competition. I'm like, okay, now what competition are you talking about? Because if you're talking about like uh, Fear Factor, that ain't me. It's like, <laughs> oh no, it's gonna be like easy stuff, you know, like little obstacle course. It's real easy. Stuff that like girls like you would be like, oh hell no, I don't wanna do it. I was like, okay. So I, I low key was like working out while I was going through my audition process just to make sure like I would be able to keep up. Wrong, still wasn't able to keep up. Like they had me on a whole nother level, so Whew. I was in shape afterwards though. You were right, right, right. you, you was doing all right. It, 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 it was it was you know, like you, you, you must have watched the first event. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to stop and take a pause for the car because I was fucking breathe. So I'm at the house laughing. I'm like, well look at she can't go up three or four flights of steps. Man, I got to flight number three. I almost passed. You're struggling, see? Struggling. Last night he caught me off guard though. This is around two o'clock in the morning. We come back in from an undisclosed location. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing here or there. Yeah. We get in the lobby. The security guard looking at me. He's like, "Hey, bro, you can't go through the elevator." I'm just like. You gotta take the stairs. Yeah, he just kept walking. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, alright, he just doing a little jokey joke, whatever. <laughs> he was like, nah, bro, the, the stairs are over there. And I was like, alright, let's take the stairs. Me not thinking I'm getting what what floor we're on. I'm thinking, alright, yeah, we just have a couple steps, flights of stairs. And you think about 23 flights of stairs? Man, by flight six, I was like, just leaving. I'll see y'all in the morning. So did y'all ever make it to the 23rd level? Yeah. We here? How many stops did y'all have to make? By the, by the grace of God, I don't know how I got up here. I stopped every flight. <laughs> hey. What happened, they went ahead of us, me and um, my partner Rodney, mm-hmm. we stopped to get the Gatorade. Had to get so, you some fuel. Hold on, hold on. What floor did you stop on to get the Gatorade? Two. So you went from one flight to another, and you already needed the Gatorade on flight number two. <laughs> I got the Gatorade for the night. I know I get Thursday night when I'm asleep. What for that? Get ready right in the honey bun. I ain't got to explain it. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyway, we gonna leave that where it's at. <laughs> so, t- so tell us about yourself. You know, 
Where you born? Okay, and just I, a little baby background. Yeah, yeah, a little baby okay, background. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, um, I'm from Houston, the north side of Houston. Um, the specific area is called Greens Point. The north side. Yeah, huh? the nasty. Oh. No, they be trying to do. They be trying to talk down on the north side, trying to say we a little hood, but we all good, you know. <laughs> hey, that's no way. Gotta have hood. We holding it down. One thing I can't say yeah. about the north side and south side people too, like each area they really hold each other down so like my little north side people they really be holding me down and some south side people too because my family is from the south side but i'm um, cool. yeah, born in houston um i graduated from westfield um okay. go westfield alumni but um after school went to college i have a degree a bachelor of arts in television directing and production so i'm actually an editor and a director as well and so a lot of my videos that you see, I may not have, um, I may not edit them all, but I don't really edit them at all, but I always have, like, the help with the directing production side as far as just, like, putting themes together, putting storylines together. That's really what I'm into outside of music. Like, I'm like a renaissance woman. It's kind of like nothing that I can't really do or if I want to try. But um, other than that, um, I went to school in Chicago. Um, I graduated about 2012. Came back to Houston, and um, I always was doing music from the time I graduated high school all the way up until college. And when I graduated, um, I had the option to stay in Chicago or come back to Houston. And because the producer that I was working with while I was in school, he was just like, "Come back home, and I'm gonna make sure that we try, we 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 make it happen." And um, thus far, you know, we've been really staying solid, and we have came a long way. So that's really, uh, really the gist of who Tierney is as far as kind of like, you know, where I've been and what I've done. Um, I have a live band that I sing with with my mother. We have a band together. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing that for probably about the past five years as well. And I sing all around Houston. So I'm very well-rounded. And I'm just ready to be on my tour and put my album out and really show the world, like, what I have in store. Like, this TV situation was just another little stepping stone for what I've been doing, so. Okay. How did you get into that TV situation like that? Was it just an opportunity that was presented to you? It was like, you know, this is a chance for me to you know, grow my brand, or was it something, you know, how did you get into that, you know, to the reality TV? So with this um, particular show, um, the, my, my, I have a, a TV agent that I'm, an acting agent that I have been working with, um, it'll be about two years now. And um, she was, like, setting me up with, you know, little stuff, like, in the Houston area, not Houston area, in, like, Austin or Dallas or sometimes Houston. And um, I was just doing, like, little commercials or, like, little extra stuff. Like, you know, not, you still get paid, but it wasn't nothing big. So she cast directs as well. And she was casting for this show, and she asked me what I'd be interested in. And I said, well, what is it about? Because, you know, for me, because... <clears throat> I'm a strategic thinker. I like everything to make sense. I don't want to be going on a dating show and I got to be kissing all on John and I ain't talking about no music. I'm not talking about nothing with my life. I just got to talk about this man. Or, you know, I wanted to make sure that it was going to be beneficial. So uh, she told me, it's like, oh, they're looking for talented people. Because she didn't really know what the show was about. But she submitted me. I actually gave her three other people to uh, so they could audition too. I wasn't even being selfish. I was like, I got some more people that you could probably submit. Whoever gets submitted, I hope that, you know what I'm saying? I hope that it works out. So out of all, she submitted probably about 35, 45 people. And out of all of them, out of her group, I got selected. And um, I did the audition process. It was probably about a month long. Um, I was probably one of the last, I was actually one of the last cast members to get cast and me and my teammate. And um, they loved me and 
I got my ticket and went to LA. It was like, peace out, Houston. I'll catch on the flight back, baby. Already. So, what did they make you do for the, for the audition? Is there a certain line you had to do, or you just had to give a brief background? I mean, what, what did you have to do for the audition? So, it's a um, continuous process. You do multiple interviews. That's number one. You do multiple conversations. So, we'll do, we'll do Skype. We'll do about two Skype interviews before they tell you, okay, you're considered. Then after that, they do a phone call, and they want references. So it's like everything is very strategic because they want to make sure that your story is real or that you're authentic. So they constantly ask you the same things to make sure that your answers are the same. And by me having a degree in television, I already knew how this process worked. Right. So I just my whole thing was just making sure that I kept my energy up at all times when I spoke to them, making sure my story always stayed the same so that could be you know, making sure that I get on the show. And um, I had to do a sight test because once you get to a certain level with the process, they want to make sure that you're stable enough to be in a home with strangers or people that you don't know or being able to handle um, very strenuous, stressful, you know, um, challenges and things of that nature. So I had to do a whole psychiatric test, like over 100 questions type test. But it was really well worth it. And... um, it, it really wasn't hard because, I mean, I'm, I'm a good talker. So I ain't never no dull, dull moment with me. So that's probably more than likely why I got picked because I just never had a dull moment. The Ballad of the Ex-Besties, I mean. Yes. Me, I, I never really been into reality TV. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was going through IG one day, mm-hmm. and then I saw you was having your um. I think it was the first show come out, the, the viewing part. part. Yeah, it turned out really good too, by the way. Yeah, it looks like I'm like okay now. Thank you, Tanisha Dion Management. Right. And I'm like, hmm, we always interview hip hop artists or just different people, but we never had anybody in reality TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, she's from Texas. You know, we always try to rip Texas. Right. So then I said, man, let me let me watch it. So. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad because I like the, the, the stuff they make y'all do. Yeah, it's different. It's, it, it's different. different. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your drama, you got all that, but it's different. Mm-hmm. So, um, as far as that, I know you had to, your teammate is your ex-best friend. Right. Did you know that she was auditioning at the same time? or? So, how it goes is that one person auditions, and once they're interviewing you and asking you about certain situations, they're like, how did they know the find her but when you're talking one of the main things that they ask you is what is an argument that you've been in what is the situation that you've been in with somebody uh, they, 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 they did you know you're going to give them the juiciest of the juice because you're trying to get on the show and I'm really not a confrontational person like if you act I'm not going to say you ask anybody because it might be somebody who don't like me but the majority of people that meet me or anybody that has been my friend they already know, like, Tierney, she, 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 she gonna keep it real, but she's right. very loving and she's loyal. Like, I really don't, I really don't do the drama. I don't got time for that. Right. Like, life is too good for me to be worried about stuff like that. I cut y'all before I go back and forth with you. Already. And so, you know, with that situation, I was just telling them, you know, about the most chaotic time of my life when I got into it with somebody, and it was with her while I was in college. So that lets you know that I don't really even get in drama that much because I was, I've been out of college for almost. Five years now, so. So they brought up that whole situation. Yeah, man, they brought it all the way back, and so I didn't even know where she was. Mind you, I hadn't spoken to her in five years. 
So they were like, what's her Instagram? Like, do you still talk to this person? You know her Instagram or anything? And I'm like, why are they so worried about her? I'm like, no, I told you. I ain't talked to this girl. Like, when I say five years, motherfucker, that's what I mean. Five years. What do you mean? Right. Right. I'm blocked. I'm, she's blocked. She blocked me on Twitter a long time ago. I don't know anything about her. I don't even know where she at, and I really didn't care. And they found her. And luckily, she agreed to do the show because I asked her when we got that. I said, what did they tell you? She was like, they told me that I seemed very opinionated and they needed somebody like that on a new reality show. So they set, set, so they they set, set, set up. everybody <laughs> up, bro. They set everybody up. And my and honestly, it was a blessing in disguise because if she would have never said yes to do it, mm-hmm. I would have been able to be on the show. So it was like a so catch-22. Yeah. So oh, it really okay. worked out. I was like, girl, thank you. But, so, <laughs> okay, you get it off. When they <laughs> to come out. Yes. And you walked out and, and she walked out. On that. Uh, uh oh. And, and you saw her. I mean, what? You know what was so funny about it is that I had a feeling because they production messed up. And when you're on the so they don't they didn't really show this part, but we're actually on a bus. It's two different buses. They showed it in the behind the scenes like our bonus clips, but mm-hmm. on the episode they don't show the boat. It's actually the teams are split up on two separate buses. And so when you're on the bus, you hear the host saying, okay, color purple, because we each get a color to come out. Color purple, come out. So you go out. But what they messed up on was they kept the host in our bus. They kept her mic so we could hear everything. And she was like, "Um, we're introducing you to your ex-bestie. And then they finally heard you and cut it off, like right before we heard bestie. And we was like, wait, what? Bestie, hold up, hold up. And so everybody on the bus like, oh my God, do you think they got our ex-best friend? I was like, they can't have my ex-best friend. Like, I don't know any information about mine, so I know they don't got her. And lo and behold, when I walked out on that um, platform, it was, it was our ex-best friends. So, because I had a little inkling, but I was like, it can't be. And I was like, only person I can think of is D'Angelo. Like, I definitely thought of her. That was, that was my next question. I was like, when you got to that point where you was like, all right, it's ex-besties. Did you already know exactly the, the, the girl? Like, it her. It's going to be her. I knew it was going to be her. I said, why should we be Deandra? It can't not be Deandra. I said, it can't be Deandra. Don't let it be Deandra. <laughs> Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, answer that call. <laughs> it was her. Okay. <laughs> so, how would you like being out there in California? I know, different than Houston. It's beautiful. I will say that. It's such a beautiful city. Just the scenery, like, the hills, everything. I just, because ne- I had never been there before I got on the show. And it's crazy because my plan was to go that summer that I went to go film. So, by the grace of God, he just set it up to where I could go and work, make some money, and still be able to, you know what I'm saying, like, right. see the um, area. And unfortunately, it was like, I really didn't get to enjoy it a lot because it was work. Like, we was filming every other day. Like, we'll film a day, rest a day. Film a day, rest a day. And I was going to ask you that, too. How yeah. long do you take between the filming and the taping? Yeah, they definitely split it up. Like, our first... Because we were there for, like, um, three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. So, like, that first week when we're there, we're waiting on everybody to come in. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, once everybody comes in, we're doing our initial first interviews. Like, our intros. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm such and such. And then, probably, like... That next week, that's when we got introduced into the house. So with the house thing, it's like, we'll stay there one night and then we'll go to a hotel one night. But that last week, it was straight nonstop. It was like, they was 
clockwork. We filming every day. We got a challenge every day. Ain't no break. Ain't no hotel. You sleeping in here with all your people. Because, you know, their whole thing is, is that if they are... If they don't have anything to film that day, they don't want to surround each other because they're missing vital footage. Mm -hmm, Everything right. is vital. So it's like, okay, no challenge today. Y'all go in the hotels. Y'all can't call nobody. Y'all can't talk to each other. They want, they want them confrontations. Well, you yeah. want the confrontations. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The Jerry Springer type stuff. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? They don't want you to have the possibility that y'all go ahead and it's it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? See, that's the media doing that kind of stuff. You don't know what they're doing, dog. Exactly. Yeah. They know what they're doing. So they just totally just separate y'all and just put y'all in different rounds. Yeah, places. you know what I'm yes. saying. Until that last week when they were like, okay, straight filming, no breaks. But once we ain't filming, ice, no talking. Oh, man. I feel like I'm in school. And I think the biggest thing I do like about the show is the competition. <laughs> the stuff that they have y'all doing. I mean, I mean, like the, the horse, where you have to run down a little. <laughs> I said, look at these fools. No, no horses have And man. my little big legs on I'm oh, trying yeah, to that was that was funny. <laughs> And then y'all had the scene where y'all was at the club and. Y'all had to go through all that uh, stuff and crawl on the nasty oh, floor. Oh, we smell so bad after that night. Yeah, y'all look bad. We smell like sardines. Oh, but the funny part. Throw up. The funny part, y'all all dressed up and had your hair done. We're looking real cute. Oh, man. Ready, Freddy. My little baby self, I was like, I'm ready to get crunk. Did you know like around the time of day that they're going to give you a, a competition or they just come out and be like, we got to come? No, they come out the blue. So first, as soon as you don't even get to wake up on your own. It's 6.30 in the morning. Oh, ladies, we need you guys to get up, but stay asleep. We're going to film you and then get up like we didn't tell you to just get up. Me, <laughs> I was, I'm not going to say I was mean. I was just very vocal. I don't feel like getting up. I don't, I was sure right. trying to get my last little hours of sleep. I had this at elimination until 2 o'clock in the morning. Now you wake me back up at 6.30. I need some sleep. Come on, Tim. We need you. I always, that's why like in the first episode when you see like those breakfast scenes, mm -hmm. I'm never in them because Tim is asleep. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to get off my hours of sleep. I'd be like, uh-uh. Yeah. So me and my partner was always, me especially, I was always the last person up. So a lot of that morning house drama, I wasn't in because I was asleep. <laughs> Trying to rejuvenate myself. You, you want to be in your full feet with the way you can do it on TV. Exactly, exactly. Now, I know the very last episode, of course, um, episode on the beach. Mm -hmm. Y'all came in first place. <laughs> so, she was moving. She was moving. <laughs> so, I, 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 I,
I mean, understand like that, but I, according I, to them, this is what they do. They go hiking, they go running, they go cycling, and all that it, stuff. It, it shows. I'm just like, huh, you look. Mm. But it feels so good to just finally win first place because me and DeAndre, we kept, we were in limbo. It was like, okay, first competition, we third. Then the next, uh, the next one, okay, we four. And then we just be at the bottom for the next two episodes, about to die because we think we finna get eliminated. And I'm praying to God on elimination team. Please don't let me be last. I don't want to spend no fifty damn thousand. I need the whole hundred. I need the whole hundred. I already done spent this in my head. Okay, I'm thinking about what we're about. They go back. Yes, I was hyped. Like I low key was like in shock that we won first. Because you don't know where you place because we right. literally all do our challenges at different times. Like like the the first initial challenge is all at the same time. But after that, it's it's kind of separate because they don't want us to be able to see oh, okay, who yeah. has done what. Yeah. So everything is always time. So it's it's all based on your time. And so you might have took long in the first leg of the competition, but if you took a shorter time in the second and third one, that's a possibility for you to beat another team because they might have took long in the second or the third mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So that was the whole thing that would have us on the edge because we like we really don't know who, who is in place with what. You could be thinking in your head all day like, oh, I know this one because we was done before them, but you don't know what their time was. Right. I think it was the episode before this one where y'all was actually in first. Yeah, I think y'all got to the last event. Was it the charades? Yeah, the charades, and then the y'all went from charades. second to third to fourth. The damn charades. We was in first. Yeah, y'all was in first. So I'm like, they gonna fight and finish first. And they kept messing around. <laughs> <laughs> Me, like I said, I'm not a reality TV person. I'm at the house. My dog like, I'm like, come on, come on. Hey, <laughs> yeah, set up all the cows that got all first up. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> yeah, they like, uh, I don't know. She said, my pinky now, toe hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, we talk about, hey, Chris, you think maybe their, their beef was kind of generated instead of being natural. Is anybody in the house you think is like, they just kind of made this up to get on here? Or you think these people really can't stand each other? Like, for the most part. Real beef and artificial beef. <laughs> I, I, I feel like everybody beef was like, actually, like, you know, yeah. official. And like even with Kate, Chris, and them, it's not like I don't I don't believe that you know that they had an issue or anything. Like, it's just like who in the hell just wins everything? And that just might be them. They really just probably are that you know they really were that good. But while I was in the house, I was thinking several times like these hoes ain't really been friends. They they was they was picked by they was picked by oxygen so they could be us every episode. competition. But yeah, everybody be definitely like, especially like Team Ashanti, like Ashanti and Melanie. Like mm-hmm. Ashanti really does not like Melanie. No, nah, it, it shows. Like, we can you can tell. When we was in that house, I'd be like, ain't no way in hell I could be Ashanti party because we'll be fighting. Because the way yeah. we Mel, the way she be going in on Mel. But it's like at the same time, coming from Ashanti's perspective of what happened between oh, yeah, her and Melanie, story. I totally understand her dislike and her discomfort, but. I'm just glad that me and D 
really didn't have those. Like Erica and Jenny, that's another friendship that I just be like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you about that later on. All right, I'm gonna just come. They, they, they all over the place. It's coming. So you know, when you talk about you and D. So what started, you know, for the people that haven't watched the show? Yeah. What what started that rift anyway for y'all be from besties to ex besties? So on the show, they say that um, the beef was that Deandra overheard me talking mess about her, and that's why she didn't want to be my friend anymore. And from my side, I'm saying that they're, they're on the show, they say that she slept with one of our mutual close friends and tried to make him stop being friends with me. So let me clear that up real quick. Oh, you go right ahead. <clears throat> Number we're, one. We're cleaning it up on the Takeover Podcast show. The, the talk <laughs> behind DeAndre's back and she overheard me may very well be true. Because number one, when we were in school, we had this time period before everything was starting to like hit the fan. It was this little awkward time period where she wouldn't talk to me. Like she literally would ignore me. And my other friends were noticing. And so a particular friend that we were both cool with came to me and was like, she has been purposely acting like that towards you. She doesn't want to kick it with you no more. And I'm like, why well, mind you, we're roommates at that. So I'm like, well, what is the problem? Whatever like that. So I left it alone. I ain't say nothing. She ain't say nothing because she would, it was kind of like one moment she wouldn't talk to me and the next moment we'd be like best friends. So you know how you have friends and you just kind of like, that's just how they are. And right. I, ain't, I ain't even finna go through the antics and try to figure you out. Sometimes you're cool, sometimes you're not. Right. In the back of my head, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to rock with nobody like that. I don't like that flip flop pancake type stuff because I'm the same way all day, every day. Right. And um, <clears throat> to piggyback on the fact of me, of me saying that she slept with a mutual friend. Okay, so she did have a relationship with a mutual friend of ours. However, at that time, I did feel, and our other peers were co-signing that the only reason why she was dating him was so that he wouldn't be friends with me anymore because me and him were, like, super, super tight. And when I went to his home to confront him about it, like, bro, what's up? Like, he, he from Milwaukee, he done came to Houston with me, done stayed at my mama's house, like, he come to my crib, I go to his crib, we cook, we talk, we do everything. No, no relationship as feelings, but, like, that's my dog. Yeah. And when I went to his house and asked him, like, okay, well, why are you acting funny? You telling me I can come to your house because DeAndre don't want me to come over here? What bill she pay? I'm like, you like, see, that much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you don't want to be friends with me? And he said yes. And, 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 and when it's, I... It's a pretty good guy. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. He said yes. And, I mean, my friend Camille, <laughs> he can vouch for me. He was on the couch like, oh. <laughs> I was like, really? That's how you feel? So when everything was starting to hit the fan, and of course, you know how girls are. I'm telling people, she telling maybe one or two people, whatever like that. And it's getting back and forth to each of us. Oh, Tierra might have said this about you. Or Deandra might have said this about you. So the rumor was that Tierra going around telling people that you slept with such and such so he wouldn't be friends with you no more. Well, yeah, I did say that. Because that's how I felt at the time. Because I know you. That ain't your type at all. So it didn't make any sense to me or the people that we, because we all hung in the same circle. And it was, it was, it was starting, not starting to become a divide because they were my friends. Like I had a relationship with them first. Not saying that she may didn't have her own, but I had, you know, relationship with all of them on my own. She didn't introduce me to anybody. They've been my friends, you know? And so, um, make a long story short, I got a phone call probably about two, because I had moved out. I said it in the, on the show too. I moved out, took all the stuff. And that's it. I'm done with you. We ain't got to talk. I could be around you because we share mutual friends, but 
I ain't, I ain't with, you know, all the back and forth. So making my story short, fast forward, we about to graduate. Her and this mutual friend that she's dating called me on three-way to try to check me. Like, you've been going around telling people that I'm sleeping with such and such, so he won't be your friend. You always talking shit, da-da-da-da, and me being me. I said, okay, so first of all, who is all these people that you claim that I told? That's one. I want to know who the names are, because I'm a fax type person. Give me the car facts, okay? <laughs> so she's like, you told such and such and such and such. Okay. Yes, I did tell him that. Next. I don't have no, I have no... I don't have to hide anything. I say anything I say behind your back on 60 face. And so we just ended up getting to a huge argument on the phone, like going back and forth, yelling, cursing. She curse, I'm cursing her out. She going off on me to the point where she ends up, she ends up hanging up the phone. Like that's how she, that's how mad she is. She on Twitter. She sending her tweets out. Oh, Tim, do this. Oh, she did it. My partners, they not for that. They like, we finna pull up on you. <laughs> you keep going on this Twitter, we finna pull up on you. And we pulled up. Of course, nothing happened because that's not. This is not the type of person that she is. She's not that type. And neither am I. But once you take, once you go to a point and you want to go online, you want to disrespect me. Like a phone call conversation, that's totally different from trying to go online and trying to be disrespectful and, and you know what I'm saying, talk down on my character right. uh, because you mad about something that I said. Yeah, I said it. That's how I felt. That's what it seemed like. But you know, we was young. We was like literally like 19. <laughs> When that happened, 19, 20 years well, ago. Well, see, that's, that's what happens every time. You know, that middleman come in, always do the distraction thing. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know now that keep that middleman out of, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Say something to people straight up, exactly. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like playing a game telephone. Mm-hmm. I started off by the time we get 30 people deep, then it's a whole other Yeah, conversation. you know what I'm saying? It's a whole other exactly. story. She could have came to you at one point and just say, after you told her what happened, he just gonna make it or gonna break it you know either that or just like I say meet up just you and her Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because like I say all that this person said this that you said come on man that right there get people killed every day all day so you know what I'm saying there was multiple arguments before that big blow up even happened like right before I was about to move out we had gotten to a real bad in the hallway like you going around telling people that I don't want to be your friend. This is her. You going around telling people I don't want to be your friend no more, and they all in our business. I'm like, well, tell me what the problem is because I'm sitting up here, and if you don't tell me anything, then I don't care. It is what it is. I don't have to. She, her her whole thing was I don't have to explain to you why I don't want to be your friend. Well, then shut the fuck up talking to me, and we ain't gotta be friends. Now, Point blank, period. Now that everything is kind of, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like now that you're in your space in your life? Do you think you
Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, that 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 was just the thing though, cause like I say, you know, she had these people in her ear, you know what I'm saying? You and better, you know, first. you know, that probably had people in your ear too. Like I say, yep. they those people are the ones who draw the wedge in the pre- between friends anyway. And it did. You know what I'm saying? So now, that's after, understood. Out the whole house, who's whose situation you think was the worst? Like, like good God, these people are gonna kill each other. <laughs> I'm talking because everybody had their own situation yeah. of why they broke up or whatever, why they friends no more. But whose situation you thought was the absolute worst? Top, of course, Ashanti and Melanie, and then number two would be Jenny and Erica. Oh, Jenny and Erica. Let me. Jenny and Erica just make you just wipe just. You just have to wipe no, your eyes. You know, <laughs> if, if you watch TV, the show is only good as as the villain. Mm-hmm. So it's like Jenny and Erica are the villains. They like the assholes that you have to lose. I'm like, gosh, she starts a lot of shit just you from nowhere. You can make it in the dog. Say what? She just starts it from nowhere. She'll just make up something just put it out there. So what, what was it? What's your feeling about them? And what was it like just being around them? So, the crazy thing about Erica and Jenny is that I was friends with Jenny from the start. I probably was the only person that was friends with Jenny. Me and Dee, actually. Like, we were the only people that she talked to, like, every single day. Always coming in our room. Me and Jenny be laughing. We making little side jokes. Like, that's... I still talk to her, like, to this day. Like, we talk right. often. At least once a week. Every other week. We tweet and we text and we face something from, from the time that we left the show. So, Jenny is actually my boo. Yeah, she is a lot. She extra. She live as hell. But she young as hell, too. She was the youngest one on the show. She was 21 when we, when we did the show. Okay. <clears throat> so, she just she barely just turned 22. So, you know, when you young and wild and free, you, she like, I'm not gonna die, nigga! Put me back in Fuck you, Erica! Like, just, she just was so much. At DC, she got the bags off of what she called her. She's all laughing again. I'm like, oh my God, she But Jenny, that's my baby. That's like my little sis. I, she honestly talks to me a lot and just asks me for advice and stuff. And I give her guidance, just you know, just about what to do after this and how you know, just in life in general. Now, Erica. I really didn't have any like specific beef anybody, but I did have to check Erica. They didn't show it on the show. I wish they would have. But she actually went around the house and told everybody that me and DeAndre said that we didn't give a fuck about nobody in the house and we did not want to be none of their friends. And so we was noticing the night of the camping trip because it happened the night when we went camping, mm-hmm. when we had to do the canoe stuff. Right. They didn't show it. I'm so sorry they didn't show it, but we was with the other cast members and they looking at us all crazy. And we like, what's the problem? They're like, well, Erica told us that y'all didn't want to be friends with us. I said, first of all, this is what I said. What I said was, when we're competing, you bitches is not my friend. We're not friends. I don't know you. But when we're not competing, we're cool. What part of that don't y'all understand? This ain't no fuck. This is not to friend connection. Bitch, I'm trying to win a hundred thousand. You feel me? It's straight for the cash. I don't even want to be this bitch friend at the moment. But I'm you that I'm being your friend. So, you know, it was like, she was just always in somebody's business. And I had to tell her several times, like, learn how to shut your mouth. You do not have to be in everybody's mix, bro. Like, but she was doing it because she wanted to be the topic of discussion on the show. Like, that's yeah, that's a known works. fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a known fact, and she is, whether bad or good. So, thanks for the drama, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now that the show is aired, like, and you, I'm sure you watched it. Like, mm-hmm. 
what are some things that you feel like, uh, why they didn't put that in, or is it some, is it some about the show, like, I don't like the way they depicted me right there? Like, I know, because I know they do their own cuts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make you right. look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, it, did you feel a certain way at the end of the show? I love my editing, because that's exactly who TMV is. I'm going to talk my shit, I'm going to crack some jokes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be the funny person in the house. And that's, that, like, they did me perfectly. Like, I have no regret okay. as far as how they portray me on the show. Like, me talking about I hate K. Chris, yes. Me talking about everybody dumb in the house because they think everybody they friend, yes, you guys are dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, yeah, no, about no. no. But I think that helps you because I think you just stayed consistent through the whole show, so it wasn't yeah. hard for them to edit that exactly. because you stayed the same way throughout. I think it's harder for them to edit people and they feel like, oh, I came out a certain way. Because you were being kind of fake in between you. Right. But you were never like that. So I think that was the easy part for them to edit it. Yeah, they definitely wanted me to be a little more dramaful. I was just like, I can't give you drama that's not there. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not here to make up anything. Like, you know, because they do, they will push. I got pulled to the side twice. Like, we put you on the show because you're supposed to be like allowed, you know, like, you need a little more. They wanted me to be more in the reality realm versus my confessionals. But my whole thing is like, I'm fucking tired. I'm trying to get my sleep on. Like, if it's drama and I'm involved, then I'm involved. But I'm not going to purposely input my two cents into nobody's business. So, in other words, they want y'all to create extra drama. If they want it to be authentic, but they do want us to be, like, they do try to push you. Like, you should go tell such and such that such and such was saying this and that. And I'm looking at them like, no, I'm not. They, they want you instead of y'all and when you get into somebody instead of you going over to your corner they want you to go and continue to do this yes. and let me get this camera yes. start filming <laughs> waving them in <laughs> damn you make you up see. you make you up now so far out of all the competitions you've done so far yes you know we ain't seen the future episodes yet, yes. so we go, we're not going to talk about those yeah yeah but so far what was the absolute hardest one that you just like <gasps> damn man I don't know if I can even finish it. The hardest challenge was definitely ooh, that damn voice. That voice was just so <laughs> even though I only did like the one challenge out of that horse. That damn horse. I thought I was gonna die. And also the dumpster diving. Because I cried after that one. Dumpster diving, whoa! I was born like a little baby after I got there. I was like, you ready to go? <laughs> I felt dirty. Oh man! Because you didn't, because you didn't do the eating part. I no. See, you lucky that you didn't do that. I don't play. I keep it real with D. Like, it, it, it's so funny because all the tweeters, the people that tweet about the show, they be like, yo, T. Airy sucks, bro. She don't never want to do nothing. <laughs> she be like, uh-uh, I can't do that. Uh-uh, I can't do that. <laughs> So see, that, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's that's just part of being real, though. Like I say, it, they ought they ought to love for that. Cause that's just being real, straight talking. You know what I'm saying? Competition. I said, please don't let her. No, please don't. No, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta go back home and see these people that's gonna know you. Say, hey, you did this hero. You know what I'm saying? So you. Let's move on to the the artist. Okay. Yes. So so what you got going on right now? Right now, in this very moment, okay, so just finished my album cover for my album. It's called Rider. It'll be out this summer. Okay. Um, I'm on my, well, 
it's my second single, but it's technically my first single off the album because I put a song out um, this past summer with just Brittany Brittany, called yeah. Loving Me. And it did really good. That was kind of like my intro back because I had kind of like, not fell off, but I was just kind of like, you know, kind of just getting my stuff together. Like still doing little covers, but I wasn't working on any project or like consistently putting out anything. So probably for about like a year and a half, I was kind of like on ice. Just trying to figure it out because sometimes as artists, we get so deep and in tune and we just don't have any inspiration. And if I'm not inspired and I don't have anything to write or I don't have that passion, it's not going to come off on my records. Like, I have to be in a certain space sometimes. Like, right. And at that point, like, things just, you know, life happens. And life was just happening in that space. So I came back out, did the Loving Me, did that video. And um, now I'm on Tell Me. So that's technically my first single off the album. And then i um, about to shoot the video for that. Um, this month, uh, well, actually, no, next month in April, and um, I got a third single coming out, and that's actually, well, second single. And I keep counting Loving Me because Loving Me is actually not on this album, it's just like my club song. But um, I got a third single that'll be coming out after Tell Me, and that's gonna be like the title track of my album. And um, I'm planning on doing a mini tour, like a three, four city tour this okay. summer, all independent, because that's I am truly independent. <laughs> I, I, I get you, I get you. So I plan on doing like a little mini tour and um, just making sure that I'm keeping the music consistent because I'm officially ready. Like, you know, sometimes right. as an artist, we um, are not always ready. I don't care what anybody says. Sometimes, boy, you still need to get things in order or just still learning the business or knowing what you need to do. and. I'm fully ready. I know exactly what I need to do, how I want to do it, when I'm going to do it, and even for the future, what's going to happen. So that's where I'm at with it right now. What's some advice you can give just anybody coming up and just not the music industry, just the entertainment industry, you know, as a whole? Like, what is something that you learned throughout the way? Like, man, I wish somebody would have told me this at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It would make things a lot easier. Man, the number one thing is to be patient patient and it takes money to make money you cannot come in this music industry thinking that it's not gonna cost you no money mm -hmm. you're gonna have to have some type of hustle or day job until you get to a point where, where you're making a legitimate amount of money off your music to where you can right. live or appearances stuff like that it's not cheap and like I said like patience and just not comparing your journey to the next one. That's one thing that I used to do so much. I used to be such an angry artist, like, y'all not supporting me. When I blow up, I'm gonna be like, fuck y'all, and this and that. I used to be angry, and I had to take a step back and be like, you not even focusing on the people that are supporting you. And like, this was years, this was like when I was like 18, 19, when I was first, first starting off. But yeah. I'm just like, I'm at a point in my life right now where I don't focus on any negativity. It's all about those who do support me. I'm not acknowledging nobody that's hating. I'm not acknowledging nobody that don't want to support me. I'm not saying none of that. You don't support me. No, thank you to my supporters. That's all I'm worried about. All I'm worried about is me and my journey because a lot of times we compare ourselves to other people. And you know what? It makes us go off track because we be trying to figure out what did they do get them where they is. So you don't know what that person had right. to do. Hell, they might have to get on their knees or something. Yeah. You don't know. Had you might not want to do that. Had to put the knee pads on. You know what I'm saying? No telling. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh-uh. Like, just do your thing and you'll be all right. 
That's right. Just because it's good for you. Yeah, and just because a situation worked out for something, you could be in that same situation and end up in a totally different field. So, now, two things. One, you got any collabs on this new album with anybody that's um, featuring on there? I have. Um, I may have one feature. Okay. And, and then if you got if you had to pick one artist that you just want to do a song with, it could be anybody. Who, who would that person be? Anybody. Anybody. I would. Ooh, I'm. I want to do a song with Future. That's I, like, I knew she's gonna say that's that. That's like my. He's. I'm, I've been. A, I've, I'm like. And, and, and that's a not true fan since like okay. the mixtape days. Yeah, like, right, I've right. been in school, so I just. Just to see his growth, like I'm all about, like I yeah. love underground people. Like I don't, I don't like hopping on people once they already hot. Like I want to see you from the bottom. I want to see your growth, and just to see him grow from the initial Dirty Sprite, the mixtape, mm-hmm. right. to the, having two albums come out at the same time and they both and chart. Yeah. Like that's amazing. That's amazing. So I definitely want to do some stuff with him. And of course, I'm hoping other people. But just right now, thinking. Because I've been listening to Hugh Hendrix for the past like four weeks. <laughs> I didn't want to do a song feature. That's my guy. That's my guy. Houston got so many artists down here. Is it hard collaborating? Do you ever reach out to any of them, or are you just trying to do your own thing? Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to say this without sounding any type of way. I'm just not, not that I don't want to collaborate. I love collaborations, but majority of my music. I don't need to collaborate no, with that. because I'm a true R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. a lot of collaborations, if I was to do with somebody, it's either going to be a rapper or you know what I'm saying. You know, a lot of people out here rap. It's not uh-huh. a lot. It's some singers out here, but it's not a lot of singers out here. No, it's not. So I just, especially with this past, I, mean, I just really didn't have a reason to put anybody on the songs because mm-hmm. I, I kind of carried them pretty well myself. But if it was somebody in the city that I really want to work with, it's not a problem at all because majority of the people in the city that we do know, they really rock with us because me and um, my producer, Dear Young Sam, like, we've been doing this for a long time and we got a good reputation. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of like, we, we mingle, but we also kind of like have our own Sam. Oh, DJ Sam. Yeah, okay. DJ yeah, yeah, Sam, yeah. So um, we, we kind of just kind of like... I don't want to say stay to ourselves because we don't stay to ourselves, but then we do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I know yeah, what you're saying. So we be doing our own thing, but if anytime we need to reach out to somebody, they always be willing to hop down on the track. Cool, cool. Blessed with that because DJ Young Sam got some really good connection and a lot of people rock with him because he been doing this for a long, long time. So. <laughs> Alright, man, we getting towards the end. That was quick. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you know, my team over there, Breaking Boys Off, you know, Sam, Tanisha, 2D, Kid, Hey Rashi, Hey Keith, Hey Rashi, all of them. What's up? And um, my family, um, 
Yeah. My friends. And um, also my store. I just opened up an accessory store, an online accessory store not too far, like last week. Actually, this week. <laughs> I just opened on okay. Wednesday. So shout out to 718 and everybody that's been shopping with your girl because y'all, I'm almost halfway out of my inventory, so I'm just excited. Things are great. Oh, that's She's that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. And um, yeah. So yeah, everybody that helps me do what I do. So we, we thank you for coming by and getting on the show with us. Thank we you. We appreciate it. I appreciate y'all for having me. Great interview. They got a little thing on top of this. And if y'all haven't watched Battle of the Ex Besties, it comes on Tuesday night, think 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Yeah. On the Oxygen Channel. So y'all go check it out. Yeah. At least give it a chance before you knock it. Because, like I said, I never did watch reality TV. <laughs> so, um,. It's not a bad show. Go give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. We only, we only got like two hey, episodes left, y'all. Two episodes we got left. Two, it flew cool. by so fast. We've been on since February 14th. Mm-hmm. So just to see the growth and, you know, people really gravitate to it. You know, when it's a new show, sometimes they gravitate a little later. So right. it's all good. We just appreciate everybody that's been watching. Well, Keep you it up catch it. If you can't catch it on TV, go on oxygenchannel.com. Yep. So you can watch it online. Yep. So yeah, you got the excuse. Man, you ain't got no excuse. You got the oxygen app out there. Yeah, you can download it for the free-free. Okay? Get in tune. Be looking out for the new album. You can listen to the, the single. Was that Loving Me? Loving Me and Tell Me, yeah. Loving Me and Tell Me. Just Britney. Yeah, yeah. Ryder is the album. It'll be out this summer. Check, look, look for me for my mini tour. I have some dates and some cities and times. About a month or so, so. Keep me on your radar. Oh, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at one T me. So that's one and then T Arrow like T I A R A M Y. I might have to get on you. I don't know if you follow us on Instagram. Do I? I'm It don't matter because I'm gonna follow today, so it don't matter yeah. if I don't. So you have to put on the spot. Listen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, had to hold them feet to the fire. I'm Y'all for sure. But Spartan Take On Podcast show catches out, catches on SlaughterhouseRadio.com on Fridays from 5 30 to 6 30. Yes, sir. You know, download us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, all the other podcast platforms. Like us on Facebook, the Takeover Podcast Show. Follow us on IG, the underscore Takeover 903. So for myself, now home, wait one second. <laughs> Normally, we do the unsigned hype segment where we feature the artist's song at the end of the show. None of that today. Oh, no, no, it's your artist, so we feature the song. But it's official. It's official that we ain't gonna call it the unsigned artist today. What are we gonna say? <laughs> no, we gonna call it the unsigned. What are we gonna call it then? I don't know. We gonna, we gonna the signed artist? <laughs> No. I'm, I'm independent. There you go, the independent artist. We're so artist. special today. We got a special artist today. That's what we're going to talk about. Okay. So we're going to feature whatever song she wants us to feature. Okay. So we let you introduce the song. We'll wrap it up. Okay. Do you have it? Or should I give it to you? Oh, don't worry. We get it. We get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, is it on iTunes? It's on SoundCloud. Oh, we'll download and get it. Okay. Um, What's up, y'all? I hope y'all enjoy my newest single, Tell Me, off of the Ryder album. And yeah, produced by DJ Young Sam. Breaking Boy Love. H-Town. Already. <laughs> Already. Tell me.
Go download it. Go buy it when you can. Yeah. Get the album. Coming soon. Now, from myself, Superstar P, Chef the Chef, Papa Bear Jackson. What it do? And our special guest. <laughs> I always mess up your name. Tierney? Tierney. Tierney. You said it like the host. It's okay. The host said Tierney. Tierney. I'm like, girl, you said the Tierra. The Tierra. Tierney. Yes, Tierney. There you go. And from Tierney, we the Takeover Podcast Show. And we out of here. We out. Thank y'all. Tell me what you want from it, baby. My body's been calling for you.